This is wisdom for your week. Do you sometimes feel like many things are out of your control? Maybe your health, your body, your education, your marriage, your nation, your environment, your state, your past, your future. Well, if you feel that way, the truth is you are not alone. So many people today feel overwhelmed and just overrun by the swift transitions and transformations happening nationally, geographically, economically, generationally. And they feel like they can't control anything. Well, in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you one thing, the one thing, possibly the only thing that you can ever really control. What could it be? Is it your salary, your income, your wage? Is it your child, your business? Well, keep guessing just for a few more seconds because after this break, I'm going to tell you that one thing that you can control starting right now. I'll be back to tell you more. You are born for a special purpose. You were divinely designed to make a positive difference in this world. Be empowered as Dami shares words of wisdom to help you unleash your true glory. Receive a fresh infusion of faith to take on the amazing possibilities of this week. This is Wisdom for Your Week. So I can imagine that you're sort of anxious and maybe you're guessing right now, what could this then be that I can control? I wish I knew it earlier. Maybe that's what you're saying right now, that I wish I knew this earlier. I wish somebody told me in 2012 or 2010, maybe my life will be farther along now. What's that one thing that you can control? Sure enough, it's not the weather. Sure enough, it's not the government. Sure enough, it's not the exchange rate. But it's that eight-letter word, and I touched on it in the last podcast. If you haven't listened to the last podcast, do ensure that as soon as you're done with this podcast, you listen to that to be able to glean certain fundamentals that will help you tune your inner senses to move in the right direction. So let me start by a fantastic quote by an inspired writer whose name is Charles Swindoll. Here is what he says. It says, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a school, a home. The remarkable thing is that we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We can cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me, and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. So imagine that today you're going to encounter so many conversations, many difficulties, many struggles. Maybe you're going to be caught up in traffic. Maybe somebody's going to send a message that will irritate you. Maybe somebody's going to call you up on the phone and tick you off and make you anxious or flustered. Maybe you will receive a threat from a boss, a superior, a subordinate, a partner, a counterpart. Maybe you will have some disappointing news. It's possible that 
changes will happen that might not seem favorable initially. It's possible that you will find yourself at crossroads. It's possible that you will struggle to understand what's going on. It's possible that some people who made promises to you will look back at you and say, you know what, I can't do that anymore. And if you do not control that which you have influence over, guess what's going to happen? You relinquish your power, your authority, and you break the flow and the momentum required to move on to the next level. In the last podcast, I highlighted the fact that the very first thing that Jesus preached about in Matthew chapter 5 in his public ministry, the first thing he began to address was the issue of attitudes. That begins to send a strong signal to anybody who wants to establish the purposes of God concerning their lives, anybody who wants to leave out their true potential, that attitudes are foundational. It says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. He begins to address the importance and to underscore the importance of attitude. So let me ask you right now in your life, where you are, maybe at crossroads, maybe on the threshold of a new breakthrough or some advancement, what is your attitude? What is your outlook on life? What is your perspective? What are you doing? What are you saying? How are you sounding? What is it that you're looking at? Somebody said that your attitude is your perspective on life. It is your perspective on what is happening to you. It's how you interpret the circumstances of your life. You see, two people can lose their job. And one person says, well, this is the end of my life. The other person says, this is not the end of my life. This is only the opportunity for a brand new beginning. One person loses their job and he says, I always knew it. Organizations are dastardly and institutions are wicked and people are cruel and society is evil and nobody really cares about me. But somebody else under the same set of circumstances says, I will ensure that out of the ashes of despair, I will rise. Out of this situation of being fired or being laid off or being sent away, whatever the expression you choose to use, I will ensure that I build up something strong and solid that will either complement or even perhaps acquire this organization that I'm being laid off from. So what is your attitude? Maybe you're going through a struggle in your home, in your marriage, where your spouse is speaking a totally different language. You might have read that book, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. Maybe you feel that's true for you right now, where you can't connect heart to heart, where you cannot find a feat in conversations or to express yourself eloquently and passionately in a way that is simple enough for your significant other to grasp. What is your attitude? Are you like, well, all men are dogs and all women are the other thing or are you saying I will ensure that my posture my mental posture my emotional posture will continually seek creative ways to get my message across maybe you're a student or you're starting for an exam and maybe you've written that exam once or twice or three times what is your attitude I remember many years ago when I failed in school Ever listen to them say, well, you're so intelligent and so smart and you've never failed before in your life? Well, I failed quite a few times in university. And at those times when I was seemingly overwhelmed and bombarded and I felt like I'd, I was so disappointed in myself. 
my attitude was not you know what I'm not going to do this again my attitude was what can I do differently who can I learn from who can I glean from who can I leverage who can guide me who can show me the way who can inspire me who can instruct me now I remember surrounding myself with two of the smartest people in those areas and those courses at the University of Lagos and when I paid attention to them and I listened to their advice, I was able to recover swiftly and quickly. And you might need to do that right now. I remember the words of Mandy Hill. Mandy Hill says, a great attitude becomes a great day, which becomes a great month, which becomes a great year, which becomes a great life. So do you have a great attitude? Do you have a progressive attitude? Do you have the right attitude that says, no matter what I'm going through right now, I won't bother myself over the things I cannot control. I won't sweat over things I don't have influence over, but I will control the one thing that I truly can. You can't control the speed of the wind. You can't control the exchange rate of the dollar to the naira or the pound to the naira or the rand to the dollar or the Dutch mark to the pound. You cannot control the number of people in the world. You cannot control the intensity of the rain and the pungency of the smell around you or the sophistication of the minds of people that you have no relationship with. You cannot control all of that, but you can control your attitude. You cannot control the rain, but you can determine whether you get wet or not. You cannot control the rain, but you can determine whether you use its water to nourish your seeds or whether you get soaked and drenched and lament and complain you cannot control the sun but you can harness its energy through solar panels to produce electrical power with which you can drive your machinery or you can complain about its sweltering heat like I've had a few people complain over the last couple of days. So as you go into this week, think about this and say to yourself, I will maintain the right attitude. I will control that thing I can control. I will have the right disposition. And as you do that, trust that God will supernaturally cause things to work together for you. As you control the things that you can control, He will control the things that you cannot control. As you maintain the right attitude, He will lift you up to the right altitude. Let's say a word of prayer. Father, we thank you so much for a fantastic week ahead of us. We thank you for the influence of your spirit and the strength that we have now to go into a new season. Lord, we pray even right now that you will fill us with joy and peace and laughter that we go into this week, not as those who are overwhelmed and burdened and bothered, but as those who are energized and reinforced and equipped with life and light to make a positive difference everywhere we go we give you praise for answer to prayer in jesus name we have prayed did i hear you say amen to that <laughs> come and say a big amen to that fantastic now just a few things i want to take note off I've been talking about my book, The Good To Go New Year Guide, for a couple of weeks now. And if you haven't gotten your copy, you want to do that immediately. All you need to do right now is to go to Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk. That's A-M-A-Z-O-N dot C-O-N and purchase your copy. And if you're in Nigeria and you want to be able to get your copy, just send your phone number, your email address to info at dreamstreamresources.com. That's info at D-R-E-A-M-S-T-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-M-R-E-A-
S-O-U-R-C-E-S.com. That's quite a mouthful. Info at DreamStreamResources.com and we'll get across to you. Or you can just simply send me a mail at dami at damiluatoim.com and I'll get one of our, our team members to get in touch with you. It's been a pleasure serving you again this week. If this has really enriched you and blessed you, why not send this to somebody? Why not share this with somebody in your world? Just send the link to them and trust that God will use it to honor their steps and to guide them onto new levels. And as you do that, remember that you are the answer to somebody's question. You are the solution to somebody's problems. So go out there today and every day for the rest of your life. Make that positive difference with a great attitude because the world is waiting for you. You have been blessed by these words of wisdom. Now pass it on and be a blessing to somebody too. If you would like to receive more insights for your spiritual growth, visit www.askdami.com wisdom. Have an amazing week.